Vistax Byron Lotta from, from, from no Vistax Byron Lotta joins us now with the wrap of your markets and the picture of the day's market movements. Byron, good afternoon to you. Thank you so much for your time. I can't hear you yet, but I think we're sorting that out. Okay, let's try again. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us today. For having me very, very uh, much. All right, Byron, let's talk about the RAND. Really experiencing some great strength against the dollar. I would have expected that the dollar would be strong today um, in anticipation of that midterm election. Um, but let's just talk about why the RAND is enjoying um, all of the strength this morning. A bit of a dollar weakness story. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, all eyes are on the midterm elections, but I'm not quite sure uh, if that's going to be the biggest market mover of the month. Um, there's still a huge focus on interest rates and inflation in the US. Mm -hmm. And uh, if uh, we've got a big CPI number coming out, I think it's on Thursday this week. And uh, if that comes in lower than expected, um, then we can start seeing signs of potentially the Fed taking their foot off the interest rate pedal, uh, which will be negative news for the dollar. Because what's been happening is as interest rates have increased in the U.S., it's been more attractive for investors to put their money in dollars, buy U.S. treasuries and, you know, get almost a risk-free 4 to 5% uh, annual return. Um, if that starts slowing down, then we're going to start seeing funds flowing back to the risk-on situation, so equities should rally, and uh, currencies outside of the dollars should start picking up. Now, Byron, does it matter today whether today um, the vote swings towards the Democrats the, or the Republicans, or is really inflation um, and the concerns of the U.S. Fed really what's going to dominate market sentiments? There's, I mean, consensus and expectations are for uh, the Republicans to to take the House and, and, and the Senate. Um, so I think if there's a surprise in blue and the Democrats uh, maintain their majority, then we might see some market movements, probably negative. Um, uh, stock markets seem to like uh, when there's a stalemate um, in government, which ironically means government can do less. Um, so the natural checks, checks and balances of democracy you know, sort of keep the two agendas far left, far right intact and, and policy generally travels down the middle if you have that kind of situation and that's market positive. So that's what's been uh, expected by markets and if that happens then we should see pretty subdued reaction. Um, but if we see the Democrats um, uh, winning to the upside then we might see some negative market sentiment come through. All right, very interesting. Um, I, I've never actually thought of what a stalemate um, does for, um, for investors, but I think um, that 50% balance is always what uh, we're all looking for, I guess. All right, let's bring it back home. Marion Roberts, they've decided that they're going to um, get uh, rid or dispose of cloth to rebuild. But let's just speak about exactly why they think this is the right time for them to make um, the sale. Australia has been pretty tough. A lot of South African businesses have found it tough to operate outside of South Africa. Um, and they've clearly stated that they need working capital uh, for the energy and resources business. So it's as simple as that. They need to sell something to um, focus on areas where, you know, they look and where they see further growth.
Yeah, Byron, why do you think that's the case? Why do you think that lots of businesses that thrive in this environment go elsewhere, be it other parts of the continent, other parts of the world, and just don't quite um, crack it the way they did right here at home? It's obviously a, a very unique place. Um, uh, and we often complain that it's hard to do business here because, you know, you get no support from government and um, there's a lot of inefficiencies. Uh, but there's also... Um, a lot of red tape outside of South Africa. So if you're trying to do business in the UK or Australia, you really have to jump through a lot of hoops to get anything done. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and South Africans aren't used to that. There was also a case uh, around 2015 where, um, you know, Jacob Zuma was in power and the writing was on the wall that South Africa was going to go through a really tough economic period. And South African companies were jumping outside of the country to, to invest in uh, offshore areas. And I think uh, they saw us coming um, and over, overcharged. Uh, and South African businesses, unfortunately, just paid whatever they were told um, for the sake of externalizing funds and um, got ripped off, I'm afraid. And are things better? Do you think it's time for companies like Marion Roberts to come back home? I mean, of course, we don't have that infrastructure boom that we really want to see um, for the construction and engineering sector. But could this be the better place for them to be? certainly still tough in South Africa for any business to operate. You know, you've got ongoing load shedding, uh, economic environments that's still going uh, sideways. So you, you're swimming against the currents, but there certainly are opportunities. Uh, there's still a lot of areas where infrastructure can grow. Um, uh, you know, a lot of big portions of the population which uh, are not fully serviced. Um, so <laughs> Pros and cons, Pros and you know, cons. high risk, high reward, but that's what you get from operating in, a, in uh, essentially what is a third world country. Absolutely. All right. So your stock pick for the day is Salesforce. Tell me exactly why you've chosen this one. I think it's expensive, by the way, Byron. So just tell me exactly why you've gone with this one. If you think it's expensive now, you must have thought of it. it was very expensive when it was uh, uh, a lot higher. It's, mm -hmm. I think it's dropped more than 50% since mm -hmm. its all-time highs. Uh, towards the end of last year. Um, what I like about Salesforce, in the current environment, uh, it's a pretty tough operating conditions mm -hmm. around the globe in terms of inflation and increasing costs. So if you're an old legacy business and you haven't fully embraced um, uh, digitizing your business, uh, you're going to have to now because you need to cut costs. Um, and Salesforce are one of the leaders in uh, digitizing your business and you know managing your customer relations online and and tracking um, all the transactions and leads and so on. Um, so I think it's an inf a good inflation hedge, um, but still a very strong theme in terms of digitizing businesses that we've seen come through post COVID. Um, and I think the recent pullback in the share price is actually a good opportunity. You know this is not a pie in the sky tech company. This is already profitable, established, big moats around the business um, and should continue to do well into the next five to ten years. Yeah, well, the little that I do know about Salesforce is that um, their systems are really good and they can integrate onto most, most other platforms. So really a strong business. Thank you so much for your time, Byron. Always a pleasure chatting to you. That was Byron Lotter from Vestact.